Good morning and welcome back to another episode of G Talks Radio on Dub Lab. This is Gil Neal, your host. Um, thank you so much for tuning in for my second episode through Dub Lab for the G Talks Radio. And in today's episode, in today's episode, I invited um, one of the dopest visual creator. I'm not gonna put label on them, <clears throat> excuse me, because I really don't know. They could do a lot of things. Anywho, um, it's Alondra and. Uh, Hope you enjoy the episode. Between some questions, we'll play five songs um, Alondra has been listening to lately. And yeah, let's let's begin. Lean in, my friend. Okay, sick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alondra. Hi. Um, yeah, so <laughs> tell us about who you are, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm Alondra. Um, I, I don't... I'm always, like, really, like bad not bad but just like intros are just always hard i guess it feels like the little icebreakers you do in school but um um, any anyways um i i guess i just like to do a lot i like to take photos i like to make sculptures i like to collage i like to like dabble in like film and like set design and like dressing those spaces i don't know just like i feel like as of now I'm just interested in, like, kind of having an idea and just going with it. Or, like, I think another thing that I've learned is just I love helping my friends, which is why I think that's how I got more so into film is just, like, being able to help a friend nail what they have in mind for Mm -hmm. a story or, like, a vision of, like, the set design for this character is always really fulfilling to, like, like, be able to really capture and, like, nail – or not nail, but just, like, really, like – um I guess yeah nail whatever like my friend had in mind or just like just I don't know I like both like being able to make something but also helping other people make things mm-hmm. yeah I like that I feel like you should there's no label to you because you just create and then through different you know and I you just never say know. I'm an artist I guess yeah. I don't even know yeah, yeah. I feel like I used to be scared to even call myself an artist I don't really? know why like I wouldn't say it I would just be like yeah I take photos like yeah I do this and then do this but I would never oh. really give myself a label oh wow like I don't know why I just felt like a sense of imposter syndrome hit yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. even though like i enjoy all these things i still mm-hmm. i still kind of don't even say them like even just saying i'm an artist is mm-hmm. a new thing for me mm-hmm. so it's like being comfortable with saying that mm. yeah no that makes i yeah i because like i'm just like i just take photos like i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> nothing too much you know i don't really yeah uh... i'm trying to get yeah but what have you been up to like lately like anything new in life personal or just work um <clears throat> Right now, I'm kind of just freelancing, um, kind of just picking up whatever comes my way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess when I'm not working, I kind of just, like, kind of like to, like, go on walks. Or, like, I also like to just, like, learn different things. I got really into astrology, so I've been getting really into that. And mm-hmm. I think one another thing is just, like, especially with photo, I really want to, like, understand like all the other elements that go to it i think Mm -hmm. when i first got into it i i was more so concerned with what the final image looks like Mm -hmm. looks like there's so many more elements that i'm thinking about now where it just feels like i'm literally creating like a little baby Mm. i don't know yeah like i don't like now i'm just like what kind of lighting or now i just kind of go with it now i'm a lot more comfortable just picking up my camera and knowing like 
I'm gonna I can come out with at least one shot that I really like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When did you start creating? Like you said, you know. Um. And like, yeah, what impacted like, you? To yeah, create? that's a really interesting question. I mean, like, I think, I think anyone can really be a creator. And I think that can really start at a young age. Like, mm-hmm. even when you do macaroni art, like, that's oh, something. Oh, that's so true. That like, is I don't so know. True. Like, we start doing it at a young age, but it's just, like, it depends on the person and if they want to keep on doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be a creator. Like, you can make a house. You can make the blueprint of it. You can literally even, like, even when you make food, that's mm-hmm. creating something. So I think, like, really letting, like, because I think one thing that, I think is really silly is when people say like, oh, I'm not creative. Like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, you make something every day. Like, I don't know. I always am always like kind of like have a little puzzled look in my brain. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess because I'm just like, I think everyone is creative. They just like don't allow themselves or are kind (laughs) of just scared to because like that kind of puts them on the spot or something. Um. But yeah, I just think anyone it anyone can really access that. I just it just is on the person, and if they want to and are willing to put in like or see the world in that very like in those rose colored glasses, like yeah. you know. Um, but I guess even when I was little, like I remember I would just draw on things or like I would see something and like redo it. Like mm-hmm. I had this computer desk back home <clears throat> when I was in elementary school, and I. I was such a cartoon kid. Like, I would literally wake wake up in the morning to watch Pokemon, to me watch, too, me too, me too. Um, like, that. I think Kirby had a show. Like, yeah. I would, like, what, uh, another one would be, like, oh, as I got older, like, Foster Home for Imaginary Friends was sick. Like, just all these different cartoons. And I remember I would just, like, redo them and, like, redraw them. And, like, mm-hmm. I had this desk where I, like, did all these, like, recreations of these cartoon drawings. And, mm-hmm. like, that's when I got really into, like, drawing, I guess. So I guess it started with drawing. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, like, even, like, disposable cameras that my parents would buy me or, like, you know, or not yeah, buy yeah, me, yeah. but just I remember just, like, end up having one yeah, sometimes yeah. and, like, take photos mm-hmm. and, like, just really liking that and, like, loving, like, just, like, the ro- rolling it back and then that click is yes. so satisfying. It's so satisfying. Um, but, yeah, I just kind of kept that. And I think once I got into high school... In my head, I was just like, I don't want to do an office job. I just can't see myself sitting down on a computer for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And so I was just like, I don't know what, but I know sophomore year, I, I like, got a camera, like, uh-huh. a digital camera, mm-hmm. and I just started shooting right when I got it. And then I think from there, I was just like, I think I want to take photos. And kind of just went with that. And then, like, I just got, like, I was just like, I, I don't know how I got into, like, more so taking photos of other people, but I guess it just started... I remember my first one with was with my cousin Jenny, and it was mm-hmm. just in her backyard. And it was just looking back at those. It's just like one of those like middle school shoots that you would have with your friend. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I want to take cute photos and yeah. stuff. So I remember like us in her backyard, and she's just sitting in her grass. We're like, she's a freshman in high school, and I'm like a sophomore, and I'm just like taking portraits of her. And I just remember having fun with that. Mm-hmm. But I think from then on, like, yeah, I just like kept on doing it. And I think now, like, even my friends from back home, even my friends here, like. They're so used to me asking them to model. Like, I have a friend, Nicole, from back home, and she was, like, one of the first people I started taking photos mm-hmm. of. And, like, it feels like I almost, like, grew up with her in that. Or, like, she grew up with me within my photo career because mm-hmm. she was there from the beginning. Now she's, like, comfortable doing anything I tell her because, I don't know, it's just, like, that sense of comfort. Like, she knows how I like to shoot, and I know how I can direct Nicole and, like, mm-hmm. how to make her, just, like, how I can make her essence shine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think it kind of goes case by case and, like, person to person. But, mm-hmm. like, I think... 
that intimacy that you have with someone is like very special when you take someone's photo. Oh, my favorite is going to a grandparents' house because they have Yo, all like yes. I think grandparents are the sickest fucking people. I have my friends. I have these two. My it's my, actually my brother's friends, but I have these two friends from home. They're twins and like their grandma is really fucking sick because they live with their grandma and like right when you step in, there's like a hallway of images, mm -hmm. like a whole hallway of images. And, like, I just love going by and looking at those because not only, like, is it, like, an imprint of, like, a point, like, a certain time and point in life, but, like, I think that sense of intimacy, that is something that I want to capture in my images or at least try to, depending on what it is and who I shoot. Uh, but I feel like I learned so much from those two just by the way you see people interact because that's like actually family yeah, yeah it's not yeah. like a whole set where you're like models to pretending to look like family it's like that is like a, like a very pure documentation of intimacy mm -hmm. like like we said earlier like without limiting yourself in any category which you never did like how would you describe i guess your approach i don't know like your kind of like your style in a way of approaching things like in life or in photo hey, in both and like in your creative stuff and like and yourself i okay i guess if i could describe the type of the sculptures and like the images and stuff that i make i think it'd be nostalgia i guess like oh yeah i i think it's just more so visual moments that i see like it's not really words but it's like things that i see like my style is like the way light can hit like a very sheer piece of fabric and creates that really pretty essence of mm -hmm. like tile, a tile bathroom or like a tile kitchen with like giant pots and pans. Like you're in Mexico and it's all these colorful, very like everything is full. I don't know. It's just like, I wouldn't, I don't have words, but I do have ideas and images that come to my head that surface up. And it's mm -hmm. a lot of the things that I either grew up with or things that I admire mm -hmm. or things that inspire me, like the way light hits things or the way... My favorite is like driving around and like capturing those like moments where the person doesn't know you're actually watching them and you're like, I can't believe I just saw that. Like you're driving under a bridge and you just see four boys with their bikes crossing over mm -hmm. and you're like that, that, I wish I had my camera for that. Uh -huh. Or like you're driving near a laundromat and it's like the evening and like the sun or like the lighting is that really pretty blue twilight. Mm -hmm. And you just see, like, the fluorescent lighting coming out from the laundromat. Mm -hmm, like, it's just, like, I, I can't have... I don't know the words to describe my style, but I know the visuals that come to me with mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. Or at least the type of style that I want to really go lean more towards, mm -hmm, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have the words to describe my style, but mm -hmm. I do have, like my brain is really pumping and grinding right now i yeah, wish yeah. you guys can see me because i'm trying to come up with the words but right now it's just like pictures that come yeah. in my head um wait that's funny because i was gonna ask you another question that's just like totally out of like what i put out um when you listen to music what do you see color or do you see like i don't know when you listen to music what what's like the type of imagery that pop up in your head because oh my god do you know what i'm trying to say no i was kind of thinking about this too because like I guess when G asked me, um, I can pick five songs. Yeah. I was like, how, how am I going to pick these? Yeah. And like, I was like, either two ways. I was like, I'm either going to go full on all Spanish songs, which I did for this mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. um, or I was like, or I can do songs that anytime I listen to them, I start having ideas of yeah. what I would do with that song. Mm. Like sometimes I'll like come up with music videos or like photos oh. or like, for example, I'll listen to Money Trees by Kendrick Lamar and I'm uh -huh. just like, this song would be so fucking sick to see like a whole ballet company perform. 
I just imagine these ballerinas hitting different beats and you just have like three gr- different groups of ballerinas where like they're hitting different beats of the song like uh-huh. one focuses on lyricism another one focuses on like the bass and another uh-huh. one focuses on like whatever is the melody and like you just see all these different parts t- separating and then coming together i don't know just like that's how my brain works sometimes with songs I love that. you know what i mean yeah no 100 because i was thinking that because then when you were saying like it's just mostly when you describe yourself as imagery it's nothing like you know specifically yeah. i think that's that's like super valid i feel like a lot of people go put it in words but some people you just can't because it's type of feeling it's type of memory yeah you know no but do you see color um when when i listen to music Mm i i i don't know i think it's more so like a flashback memories Mm -hmm. and then it's like you know you listen to music there's feelings towards it yeah and like i just i just i think i attach to it more so like how it makes me feel rather than like specific things in my head but i did like i love 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 putting visuals with music together Mm -hmm. like it just makes me so happy like that's why i love music videos Mm -hmm. and like it just no yeah it matters to me how the artist delivers the music video rather than the music sometimes yeah (laughs) so yeah i guess like that's what i see like more so about like like that Mm -hmm. um and talking about i guess like music can be a part of your inspirations too you know yeah yeah process yeah um like we could talk more about that like what else inspires you and like how does music inspire you honestly yeah no um definitely i guess music like sometimes i'll listen to a song and like i i i feel like i probably have been inspired by a song for a photo or something like even just like with like what i said about the music videos that kind of come up like that could easily turn into a photo too Mm -hmm. when someone writes a song like they're literally telling you a story of what they felt or how they're feeling Uh and like yeah we can listen to them and like put them on for fun and stuff but i feel like there's a lot of artists where that is like at this point i'm just like that is literally their art and like now I'm a lot more diligent and paying attention or like trying to learn the lyrics or read the lyrics because with me like a song wouldn't resonate until I can read them myself to be able to understand what it's like reading a book in a Mm, way you know mm. like you read something you're like oh I get it now like Mm. I did that with I was listening to a little dragon song um it was like ritual union and there was another song it was from their new album but Mm. I think like I liked them and I kind of had an idea of what the song was about but I guess once I read the lyrics I was like this shit like I was like this is so interesting because the two songs oh I need to look it up because they both have to do with relationships and just like yeah I thought that was so interesting because I think one thing that I have this interest in or just like learning the different like alleyways that people can navigate is like relationships whether it's like romantic like friend friendships like i don't know just like what it means to like be a to have a healthy relationship like whether or not it's like platonic or anything you know like mm-hmm. and i think even just the idea of relationships has been an inspiration for me within photos like mm-hmm. how can i create this like conversation or this sense of like these people have known each other through body language or something you mm-hmm. know and like I don't know like even when I take photos like I feel like that's like some sort of relationship being created and I think um you can just after really paying attention to those little dragon lyrics I'm just like what else am I missing or like what else am I not learning so now I like want to really dive into like what the artist is saying now Mm -hmm. oh I really like that because um 
I don't know. I feel like music has been my... Yeah, go ahead. It was Another Lover by oh. Little Dragon. And I was like, okay, this is... Yeah. Sorry. Bye, bye. No, I just no, no, wanted, no, you're I so good. I didn't know what I was talking about. You're so good, yeah. And I think it's important to give them, like, a reference yeah. to, like, to people who are listening. Um, I was going to ask you... Well, before the next question, like, definitely going to play one of the songs um, in between the episodes, like I mentioned earlier. Um, so the first one is... Not, oh, my God, wait. How am I blinking on this artist's name? Because I literally listen to this artist all the time. This is one of my favorite songs. Um, um, okay, so this is Nada Acá by Isla de Caras. And they're a band from Argentina. Shout out Delfina Hall and her mom. Because I remember one day in our group chat, she sent, she's Argentinian. And mm-hmm. she, her mo- she sent us this like band on like our group chat and she was just like my mom's been listening to this this is a bang like the, this band is like really good and i was like oh shit and then i like dove right into it mm-hmm. that was like two or three years ago but this is still one, like one of my favorite songs i love it i love it okay without further ado let's get into it also the um track list will be posted on Talks radio's platform and um it is also under the instagram name Talks radio and yeah so without further ado i'm gonna play the song and we'll come back soon en la cárcel eterno empezando por tu propia forma de verlo tengo algo en lo que pienso hace tiempo no la voy a quemar
what's the story behind the song besides the fact that it was rec- you know your friend put you on yeah um i guess so that was like maybe i'm just gonna say probably like 20 it's 21 21 now so that was probably like 2019 mm-hmm. when that song was first introduced to me and another i guess the reason why i decided to go with all spanish songs is because i want to get better at speaking spanish like my parents immigrated here and so that was my first language i was born here but i spoke i grew up speaking spanish i think along the years i definitely lost that because like you know america (laughs) i i think now that's something that i don't want to lose at all and like i want like if i do ever have kids or like you know have little buddies with me out there in the world like i want to have I want I wanted to teach them that language because it's like important to me and like my I mean that's the way I communicate with my parents um like that was in my in the like when I first when that song was first showed to me I was like holy shit like I mean as I, I I had no idea because I listened to a lot of American music but I was like like I guess that's when I learned like anyone can really do indie around the world and I was like indie and like band like just like soft rock is a genre that I have a lot of favorite songs in, like, English and American, ver- like, you know, like, uh, you know, just, like, I like listening to that type of genre and, like, just knowing that there's, like, artists in, like, South America and, like, Spanish-speaking countries that have, like, songs out there like that, it just made me really happy and, like, I was, like, damn, like, I didn't know. I was missing out. I was, like, damn, like, now I'm glad I know this shit. Like, now, like... I would I'll go on Spotify and see if I can discover other artists genres or styles that I really like because all I grew up listening to in Spanish was like banda corridos like reggaeton like that's all I kind of knew but like knowing that there's these other genres that I really liked growing up and like in high school I'm just like I don't know I just thought that was really cool and like I honestly I love I sometimes when I get bored tired of listening to English music like I'm driving on the highway and I'm just like damn I'm being put to sleep I'll literally turn on Spanish music and that'll wake me up yeah no that's super valid uh, also on top of that like I don't know I really think culture matters and then like song delivers a different aspect of mm-hmm. it you know what I mean especially yeah. art in general yeah so it's really cool that you found out about other genres because same to me like i only stuck to certain it's like what your parents grew up listening yeah, to exactly. and it's like this is like good I, yeah yeah but yeah. like this isn't new no that's <laughs> what i'm saying yeah because there's there, there has to be some like modern alternation <laughs> yeah. to the song so yeah. like it defines your generation in yeah. a way but it's still in the language that you appreciate you yeah know? and that that is literally a part of you and then um i don't know but and then to me too like songs in my mother tongue really makes me feel like when i want to really really feel like a heartbreak even though i'm not mm-hmm. like in, <laughs> involved with anybody yeah i just want to feel something oh yeah <laughs> i will put put on like either a chinese song mm-hmm. or like an Uyghur song just to like feel something yeah and like talk about quarantine because we're basically hanging out in your room right now yeah you know what i'm yeah. saying and then covid situation and all that um how have you been taking care of yourself okay well as, as a person yeah as a so i guess right when so it kind of started it was my senior year of arts like being an art major and i think it was really unfortunate that i never really got to show my thesis in a gallery um mm. and so just like finishing up that last semester and like doing our thesis online that was really interesting um I definitely, throughout that thesis process, kind of slacked off a little bit. 
And it was really hard, like, not being able to talk to professors about the work or, like, being having a friend right then and there, like, in the studio when you're able to talk about it. But mm-hmm. I'm glad we all were, like, that whole class and I were able to really persevere through that mm-hmm. just because, like there are moments where I'm just like boring or like you know it just isn't it's hard for me to like pay attention when I'm not actually there yeah especially since I'm a type of person that doesn't like to be in front of a screen a lot mm-hmm. and so that was a challenge but I'm glad we made it like it worked out um but I guess once I graduated through a pandemic which is pretty sick just kidding it wasn't <laughs> uh, I mean not I'm we're we're here now yeah but um yeah like I think I I live I come from a town called Santa Barbara and it's like a beach town and so I was with my at my parents for a while until I moved out in October but I guess throughout my time with my parents like I think that's when I was able to really slow down and like look I guess like it it was like healing I guess like I I'm so used to being like constantly busy that I'd never really sat down with myself like mm-hmm. I do but like not to not in an intense not as intense as I did throughout this past summer and like being outside and like really reconnecting with like the outside world and what it means like to be in nature and really appreciating that and like being able especially because Santa Barbara has like it's dry but like there's very pretty parts of it like there's nice hikes and like even going to the beach and stuff and like being outside and like the nice heat is just so nice and I think throughout that um it made me like learn a lot more about myself and like be patient with myself and what it means to like uh, like be a mother to yourself but also letting that like kid out in in a way too yeah and I think that's where like I picked up astrology and like all these other things because now like even with this once I got into astrology like I'm one thing that I want to learn is how to read a natal chart um I'm like every now and then just because I've been busy I'll like learn different things or read different things um but yeah like even just learning about my natal chart like I resonated with a lot that was read and so just like really diving into that and like I guess the way I see it is like your natal chart is like a guide like you don't have it's not like like take it with a grain of salt but like whatever resonates like really sit with that and like think about it and like that's what I did and there's just things that I knew of, but I didn't really know how or why. So those kind of just guided me to the answers that I needed or the answers that I felt were right and that I needed. Um, And so I think now it's just made me not only be patient with myself, but also be patient with others. And one thing that I like to do is I love to like, I love to help people and like, I love, and like one thing is like, how can... I want to be, I don't, I'm not trying to like fix someone or like be their little savior or anything, but I know like everyone has that strength to really like get themselves in and out of a bad headspace into being a very like confident person or like, I don't know, like really like, cause I think a lot of people can be very negative and we don't really realize how negative we talk until like you really listen or at least I, I, I'm starting to really listen. So when people make these jokes and stuff like, oh, ha, ha, like, um, I suck anyways. Or like, oh, that was so dumb of me. Or like, oh, like, you're, you're just like really, you're saying, you're releasing this negative energy. And like, when you say it out loud, it's like, 
yeah, like you, you probably are just saying that in the moment, but when you say it out loud, you start really thinking about it or you, yeah, you believe it yeah, because, and really then it starts valid. becoming real. Yeah. And so I don't, I try and I, I as much try to st- like not speak in such a negative manner. Mm. And so if I say like, oh, that was so stupid of me, I'll be like, oh, that was so silly of me. Or like, oh, this is this because I know I'm not stupid. It was just a mistake yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah. And so I think all throughout quarantine has just taught me to how like to be a better person to myself. Mm. And like once and I like I, right now I'm like doing great. Like I um and so I think because I'm doing so great, I'm able to listen to other people and like be there for them. And like, I don't, I don't need, like, I'm not here to give people advice and like my opinion, but like, if they do ask for it, I'll chip in and give them my two cents. But for the most part, like, I think everyone deserves a a space to like talk, I guess. Yeah. And also I like how you like reflect on yourself and stuff. And I feel like that's like really important, especially for, um, I don't know, just you as a person, like, growing and stuff. I feel like that's really important. And then by just saying that, like, negative words that you... Basically, what you projected out, yeah. it will come back yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, no, for like, sure. Like, so I think it's 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 important to be kind to you. Yeah. And, like, thinking that, you know, if, if, if this and this happened to me, I'll be happier. It's never the case. Like, mm-hmm. it, it just always, like... Yeah. I think in quarantine, even for me, I feel like a reborn baby in a way of like me finally taking care of the child inside of me, you know, and be like, hey, like, here we are. Like, let's grow together in mm-hmm. a way um, because I've been saying like bad stuff to me. Like I, I would stop myself, like it, even if I have the thought mm-hmm. in my head, you know, I'll just be like, OK, hey, like, let's chill. Yeah. Like, you know, let's yeah, stay yeah, playful yeah. together. Let's just stay playful together. <laughs> like, I'll be driving the highway. I'm just like, damn, that intrusive thought. Let's yeah. just stay playful together. <laughs> Literally, because for what? Like, why is it like that? Before the next question, um, we're going to get to the next song, which is. Well. OK, this is La Luz by. OK, by Cali Uchis, but it's remixed by this really sick. I think they're Puerto, Puerto Rican and they're based in New York, but it, they're called Busca Buya. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot how I found them. I think it was when I was really into Isla de Caras and I kind of, you know, when you're like on Apple Music or Spotify, it's like the recommended artists or similar artists. And I was, I love looking at that and like really like, um, seeing the artists that are similar and like that was one of them. And so this is a remix.
So what has been the most exciting project for you, even with like in the past or even in the future, you know, you don't have to tell us what's going on, but like basically that makes you feel like, yo, like this is so cool. And then I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like trying to think, but I guess the most exciting projects that I've done in the past are just like um yeah oh my god wait sorry i was like kind of thinking but i guess like it would probably be my junior thesis art show my senior thesis art show there's another piece that i made that was really fun um so my um junior thesis art show was like a giant chess piece like i made like probably like three feet tall chess piece sets um so there was like a whole set of white uh, like the whole white set and then at the end was like one black pawn and i think the board i made like the whole chessboard too and i think it was like a 10 by 10 square that i used plywood and then just painted the checkers on it i'll I'll show you i'll show i'll show you a photo after this but um that was pretty sick um i i don't know why i just have this fascination with like game pieces and like chess like dominoes or like oh i also made a really sick domino sculpture too they're really cool like game pieces i love it yeah i made i made a a domino sculpture too where it's like five dominoes and two are standing and the other three are like on the floor or two are on the floor and the other three are standing vice versa i'm not sure um but just like i don't know like I think it goes back to this interest in like relationships and even going back to the chess piece it's like a com- it's like talking about this hierarchy and just like in society and like chess pieces when you think of it it's so American I looked up the origins and it's interesting that the origins came from India I believe mm-hmm. I might have to go back into that and look and research that to really get a proper answer but when at the time it was like telling me that it derived its origins derived from india and then moved its way and then i guess it got westernized Mm -mm. and so that's how we came up with the classic chess pieces um but i guess like i was taking that westernized version of it and like 
because when I grew up, when I thought of chess, I thought like old white America or just like, you know, you see your grandparents like playing on the chessboard. Like that's where my brain goes to just because like, honestly, I'm, I do, I, I, I don't like board games. I fucking hate board games. Like I'm, I, my friends know me as the person that hates board games. Like I'd rather play like kickball or something. Like I am such a little kid when I play, like I can't sit down and play like Monopoly. Like I, I'm sorry, but fuck Monopoly. I've never played it. So I might be, I'm two years from now, I might play it and might fuck with it. But as of right now, fuck Monopoly. I do not have the patience for it. I'd rather like either talk and have like good conversations with someone or like play like kickball or like tag i don't know (laughs) okay i love not board games i love chess or just like stuff like that Mm -hmm. in general but monopoly is such a reflection of like capitalism society yeah (laughs) it stresses me out (laughs) and like when i'm playing i'm like damn like our life is really a game like like how you know what i mean i'm like what the hell yeah how can people not notice that where certain board games are literally like the society we live in yeah the society we live society. in today wait in this society oh in this there's society. like there's like a me- oh. yeah 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 i, know what you're yeah, I was about. like i don't remember it um um but i guess that's for future projects um yeah in the past what's the most because i was peeping your i was basically doing research on alondra last night i was like let me see <laughs> um yeah just in the past like any projects um i guess it was those sculptures definitely for sure and then there's a couple images that I really like, but I think I'm more so interested into where I'm kind of leaning in towards now because, like, mm. I think one thing that I'm learning is the more I hop on set, just because I kind of, if, if anyone is familiar with Enneagrams, I am a type 5 Enneagram, <laughs> and so I really like to, it's called the, like, I need to look this up, like but it, basically like it. it's, like, someone that's very analytical, mm. um, here, let me sorry i'm looking it up shout out blake and jen because they are very into enneagrams <laughs> um, enneagram type five i'm a type five wing six um oh a type five is the investigator and so i the way i kind of navigate through life is like i want to learn as much bits and pieces to really understand something and so whenever i hop on set yeah i'll work in art department and like i'd love to see like the way I can dress something or the way other people dress something and the way they can get really creative with that. But I think another thing is looking how the gaffer lights something or like how the director asks something. And then I'll learn from that and be like, oh, I like how this looks or I like how this blah, 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 blah. And then the more I learn, the more I like am with other people and the more even just like moments where I'm just like, I can't believe this person said that. Like, let me reflect on this and like see if I can pull something from that. Like, that is what I'm looking forward to and like another thing is like my brother is starting to get into film and like I don't really know I'm not sure what he wants to do but um he's been helping me on some photos lately and I'm just excited to see like where that goes too I called him yesterday and I was like yo I want to make this photo like I want to collab with you like you can I'll hold I'll hold the camera you focus on lighting like I kind of have a little design in mind and like maybe we can direct what the people are doing together and he was just like fuck yeah I'm down and I was like tight so hopefully that's going to happen. I don't know. Just like really creating scenes and moments too because like I love taking portraits and I love being one-on-one with people, but I also just like having fun with it. And yeah. like I think I'm looking forward to like future photos just because I'm starting to really get into like lighting and film processing and like all these other things. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I love how you have that's a, such a cool relationship to have with your brother. Like that's the coolest thing ever. To just to create together, that's yeah. a different level of bonding. No, I'm so glad we we're tight now because I I feel like one thing I learned is I can I love talking and I love listening to people and like one like your family is there forever. So yeah. like talk to them too. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Uh dope to have. Um also we talked about, you know, like your fo- uh the visuals you put out, like what like your style basically like the scenarios that you thought about whenever you want to describe your style um if that's your style what type of message that like you kind of want to deliver to your audience through your platform well also like just to like i don't know just point out like many artists don't really want to restrict like what the outer outsiders see their art as like so there shouldn't be a message that like you want to i guess stick to but i don't know in general like I feel like I'm making it more complicated. But, like, simply put, like, what type of message do you want to give out to your audience? So, yeah, no, it kind of just, like, depends, I guess. Like, sometimes I can be like, this is about this. I want to talk about this. But sometimes, like, I just want the person to be able to capture that feeling or that essence of the person. Like, I I recently took photos of G, and I just really wanted to capture this very, like, like, yeah, when we're out in public, like, we can be very performative and like be this completely different person but I think the best moments are when you're like my favorite is just like being comfortable with someone where you guys are in the same room on your phones for hours and like you're so comfortable just knowing that they're there and like you can do whatever the fuck you want and like it's just that comfort of like just like really sitting in with someone and being like we're here together but we're not yeah and so just like those moments like that are the ones that i really appreciate like yeah i can be loud and silly and people can be loud and silly too but i think the most genuine and beautiful moments are when it's just like them by themselves or i just imagine what they would like to do by themselves and like kind of romanticize on that if that makes sense yeah no definitely also just like I love your recent caption, uh, romanticizing your friendship. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about it immediately when you said that. Um, also, I was going to say, like, it's to have personal space when you're in, when you are also sharing a space with someone. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah, like, I yeah. love that. I love that. Like, yeah. uh, I'm, I, I love when a friendship reaches that point. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, this is sick. Be- before the next question, uh, we're going to play the, the, third song i think yeah. right okay so this is dembo y sexo by i think la doña mm-hmm. i kind of need to get this right because she's really sick um my friend nicole actually showed me this song um i'm not really sure where i think she's like yeah i don't know need to look it up but this is her yeah la doña dembo mm-hmm. y sexo Mayonesa, no sea malo, papi, dame mantel. 
come la messa con juguito de guanaba Una cochita de la panadería Tú mi rey y yo soy la niña mala Come, come papi pero sin prisa That's the way that I know you own it song and then once again just a reminder all the song tracks will be posted on g talks radio mm-hmm. platform um also we can only play four songs today in the episode which is totally okay we kind of we kind of popped off um when talking but i hope you guys like enjoyed yeah so what are some advice that you want to give to anyone just peers friends whatever yeah. someone who's younger um like advice for them when they want to start something like honestly it doesn't have to be creative industry just something they're passionate about yeah just do it <laughs> really like Maggie. for real but i think one thing that i've noticed within a lot of people is like this anxiety to start things mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes I'll even do it where I'll, like, wait to start something because I'm just like, oh, like, I'm not ready. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Like, blah, 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 Like, but even if, like, you do it and it's not the way you imagined, like, that can just be the baby step of whatever it is to come. So I think whatever you guys have in mind to just do it. Like, literally just fucking do it. And, like, as, even when, like, if equipment is an issue, like, look up videos and, like, uh, for my last shoot i didn't want to pay a rental for a spotlight and so i looked up how to make a diy spotlight and the first thing was like using a magnifying glass and a flashlight and like a piece of wood and me and my brother and my dad kind of fucked around with that um but just like literally just like really being like like if you don't have the supplies that are necessary try and see if there's a way you can finesse that because ultimately if you do work 
like if you're able to capture what you want that's based like it's not how you get it's not how you make the picture it's the end product like people don't need to know that like the behind the scenes like oh I actually just use like a little house lamp to like this like people don't like that doesn't matter it's like the end product that matters and if you like that or not so I think really just doing it and like not worrying about what other people are going to say about it and like then from there just kind of keep on going and see where that takes you mm-hmm. yeah no i think i think a lot of people honestly not even myself like uh i was gonna say it was really hard for me to start a lot of things like i would have ideas not even hard i just don't put it out also you don't have to create to put out like you don't have to oh put yeah out. yeah no. you, sometimes you can save it to yourself and all that you know just, like not in a bad way mm-hmm. it's like you don't have to show people like you don't need validation from oh, yeah. people yeah. like especially you know i feel like anyways regardless just start for like whatever vision you have delivered and never like criticize yourself too much when mm-hmm. you just start i mm-hmm. feel like that's like not worth it yeah. and like it will stop you from like growing and like understand your style you yeah. know um but yeah uh, that, that's what i was gonna say mm-hmm. i think I, I didn't have much to say um yeah i mean also i was gonna say the next question which is also the ending question so if you have anything you want to add on to this question um like advice wise as of now i'm kind of blank but i'm sure something's gonna pop up so (laughs) sorry for now i guess no you're so good um well yeah so the next question will be the last question of the episode um and thank you so much for coming Mm -hmm. again and of course of course and then um so it's like do you have any uh, projects that are coming up that you want to put out we definitely talked about you know something that Mm -hmm. you're excited about in the future but um any projects coming up soon or you're gonna work on and then i don't know like in the future what about yourself like anything new that you're excited about like personally yeah so i i showed we're doing this interview in my room (laughs) and i have like a little some little unfinished sculptures they're little polymer sculptures and there's like so cute i need to finish that up there's just these little beaded crusted sculptures i have like a i sculpted this like old like low rider type car and then i have like this little bouquet of flowers that i want to bead mm-hmm. so i want to finish those up i just haven't had the time and then just like take more photos take that photo that i talked to my brother i'm going to mexico for a couple weeks in august and definitely gonna hit up some homies there to like take photos just kind of like keep on doing what i'm usually doing i guess yeah yeah no i think that's totally valid too um yeah i mean now we're it's time to plug alondra's uh platforms and yeah let everybody know where they can find your work yeah. and if they want to talk to you yeah that, yeah so my ig for photo is alondra a-l-o-n-d-r-a x costilla c-o-s-t-i-l-l-a and then it, within my bio is my personal account i think my personal is like my first and my last name with three a's but i mean my photo ig has that plugged in mm-hmm. so thank you so much for tuning in um and hope to talk to y'all next month and shout out to dub lab again as always um really appreciate the station as always um yeah hope to bring y'all more stories from creatives and this is gilney i'll talk to you soon Acábame la tristeza 
Y no puedo amarte de vuelta Me besas con fuerza No me sueltas, acábame la tristeza No puedo con este dolor, dolor Y acabé contigo, contigo Acábame la tristeza 